like I don't think y'all fully understand who I am, you know. I'm just a good kid from Compton that wanna rap. It's the A-Show, all A-Rate show, man, for March 2nd, 2022. How's it going? How goes it? Well, 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 if you thought the war was already over, over in the Ukraine and Russia and all that stuff, it ain't. Well, I'm again, once again, I'm recording this on a Sunday, uh, so I, I don't know how it's going over there, but I'm going to suspect that, like, whatever they anticipated initially has not happened, uh, which is a quick and swift victory. But then again, I'm... I'm also like on the fence about this whole situation like when it comes to hey how is it gonna go it's, it feels like there's like a hyperbole media thing going left and right when it comes to casualty you know all where we are with respect to it because I, I I'm coming around to the fact that wherever whatever media you consume I think people are really looking for genuine panic <laughs> and like oh here we go here we go it's like you know, if there's no conflict or there's nothing to click on, there's no point in getting engaged in the thing. Am I underplaying, downplaying what Russia is doing? Hell no. Otherwise, why would I like talk about like other shit like Taiwan and all that? But that said, I, I think, you know, whenever I hear, oh, my God, Russia is just going to crush Ukraine all the way while, oh, my God, now like. Russia is not moving, advancing as fast as they wanted. So Russia said, "Nuclear forces stand by." You know, I mean, you're not gonna like downplay any of the significant weapons they're gonna throw. But I don't think like from the beginning, I I wasn't so sure. Like this is a sure victory right off the bat, unless Russia throws everything they got at Ukraine, which is one of the largest land sizes in the European continent at this stage, and also. I was looking forward to this entire war to see this javelin anti-tank missile against a Russian tank. If you play, everybody's a fucking war expert now, playing Call of Duty and Battlefield the last 15 years of our lives, you know, through your youths, adolescence, teenagehood, some part of your young adulthood. So everybody played every weapon that you've seen and heard. And this, I, I don't necessarily buy that, like, oh, my God, this is, like, what happened 100 years ago happening yet. No. Like, a lot of the circumstances, the weapons, the things that are at hand, you know, while some of the ideas leading to the war and some of the traditional po powers and then the power grab seem like what it was 100 years ago during the World War One or World War Two. I don't think it is. Like, we we've never had in the history of the world where you can we're so globalized that you could sanction people and then hurt the hurt the really the powerful people in a nation like russia where it hurts them that's why i go like well i think that some people are like so you know fucking simpleton about the fucking war like everything is a fucking gun and missile that's great like it's like me wanting to see a fucking javelin missile Actually in live, you know, happening because I haven't seen it yet, you know, but I just go like if you're going to ban money and then like you're in Russia, they're limiting like withdrawing cash to like about $20 US a day or something. I, I, I go like, what the fuck is going on? And then like, yes, there's propaganda. Yes, there's a social media and all that that's getting blocked and like whatever. But I, I think if you look. I never seen like a head-to-head -head fucking analysis. Ukraine versus Russia. Like how many people. They only cover how many people in each side of the country. And then like 
that's it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's Russia. That used to be Soviet, right? Oh, Simpsons predicted it. No, I'm like, you know, and then the, it ain't the same Russian people. The people don't understand. Like, it's like demonizing Iran. Yet they don't realize that people in Iran wear fucking jeans, unlike in Saudi Arabia. And they watch Big Bang Theory, you know? And then they see all these things. Like, people have evolved and modernized. We have social media. There is internet. While it's heavily, like, restricted and monitored and whatnot to the concerning nth degree, China. You know, but people see things. People hear things. You got VPN. (laughs) You got other things. So, and that said, like... You know, I, I worry about from the psychological side of it, of the war, like you hear things like, oh, Russian soldiers, especially young ones, thought they're going into a drill. And then they go, oh, fuck, we're actually shooting at each other. <laughs> and then I go like, yeah, how many times do you think like last time the war happened, you know, with Russia that they go in and do shit? You know, you talk about those like KGB and all those like private military contractors and all that. You, you played on fucking Call of Duty. But I go like, dude, those games came out in 2007, and all those like old, those people are so old now. And then the last real like incursion, invasion they did was Georgia, which was almost 15 years ago. And then whoever was like 20, 25 then are like 40, 43, you know, are they still soldiers, you know, 10, 15 years later? I doubt it, you know? And then a lot of the, the javelin that I was excited about... <laughs> <laughs> was like, is it one of the more recent weapons we all played on fucking Call of Duty? And they're like, oh, this shit's great. It's better than RPG, you know, or BFG and Quake, the big fucking gun, um, which a fantasy weapon. But I go to like, you know, and then if you look at the Russia trucks and then the weapons and all that, I just go like, dude, they're fucking old. <laughs> they're fucking old. <laughs> like they're not Smiths and Wessons. <laughs> not even close, you know. Like, like Ukraine is holding great because they have newer fucking weapons from United Kingdom and America. And then it, it worked. And then the sanctions, to a degree, is working, I think. And then, like, you, you don't need to have all our dumb simpleton, one million people on each side fighting, you know, to have a fucking war. There are other, you know, to, or handle any conflicts internationally. And then Russia is not like Soviet 100 years ago or even 50 years ago. They cannot self-sustain. Like, if they're going to come up... Have you seen how they're flying around the KHL for the Continental Hockey League? A fucking whole plane went down and an entire hockey team died 10 years ago. That's how bad their planes are. That's how outdated their shit is. Like, imagine how they spent it on fucking weapons. People are like, you know, like romanticizing based on nostalgia of like what it was 30, 40 years ago. Which exactly is like the cause and then this like idea that Putin's fighting on. And some people are, within Russia are going like, this guy's batshit. This guy's batshit. It's not the same Putin even 10, 15 years ago. Like this guy, this, this is what I said like from a week ago or even before. I think this is his last hurrah. He knows that he's losing his like fucking grips on things. So he's like in a fucking denial Amping up the fucking propaganda, amping up the threats, amping up the fucking drills, amping up the shit talk. But when in reality, it's just like, what the fuck? And then say he throws, you know, by the thing this thing comes out, throws a nuclear weapon. Then what? What have you done? Like, where are you going to throw it? You're going to, you throw it at your, you know, any parts of the Europe. That's an attack against NATO. So you're like literally calling a World War Three. You drop it in Ukraine and then like bomb that thing. 
You're just gonna stink every other country around it. You know, what good do you get out of it? Even if you ended the war or like whatever ended the physical conflict, you're still gonna get fucking shit on. You're gonna get sanctioned. You're not getting the new Galaxy S22 in Moscow. <laughs> you're not getting any of that shit. China is gonna be the ally and then support you and make sure you kind of function. Dude, have you seen the Chinese technology as advanced as it looks? It's still far behind. This is why, like, like Russia has rare metals that like we could use, and we could. I hope we all get along. You know, their main business driver is all natural gas and oil at this point still, and some minerals like cobalt and like palladium and all those things I talked about that are important for like electrical vehicles and all that shit. But in the end, that like they're in denial. They're in denial of what they are. And then people amping the shit up. Like, oh my god, this is World War III. I'm like, dude, those kids don't want to fight either. They didn't grow up in the fucking Soviet times. You know? <laughs> like, why do you think they are, like, amping up all the digital warfare and shit? Because they know they can't compete. And then, like, just throwing nukes around ain't going to solve their fucking problem. And then, like, I don't think anyone wants to do that either. I don't think the world is what it was like even 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or 100 years ago. This is the first, like, like global stage. I go like, oh, yeah, let's see how this goes on the fucking internet. Whatever we talk shit on the internet happens in real life. What ha- let's see what happens. So far, about a weekend, I just go like, I don't know, man. I just go like, it is, it is, it finally got to sta- this stage. What really happened in Georgia and what happened in Ukraine is like, you know, kind of, I go like, that's a 15, 20 year stretch. But, you know, Putin, as much as I, you know, I go, he's been playing chess since 1990, you know, 1991. I kind of go like, what, that man's getting old too. (laughs) You can't fight against time. You can't fight against aging. That's the nature. And. I, and then I just go like I, I really think this is last hurrah And then there are sensible people in Russia And then there are people protesting Within Russia and all that For the longest time And then they're holding on to all the yachts And all the oligarchs money and all that shit And because their country Especially it's in an utter oligarchy Economically Which proves even like Better point than it was like a hundred years ago Like you couldn't just cut you know, 100 people off in the entire country and say, your f- country's fucked economically. Could you have done that when it was Stalin? Could you have done that when it was fucking Hitler Germany? No, you couldn't. Even if you did, Hitler was like such bad shit that he would go fucking apeshit like he did. But he was a terrible strategist and he went to the wrong way possible. And then he ran out of resources and died. And then in the case of Putin... Some people are saying, oh, Putin's like Hitler. I don't think so. Do you forget that there was a Stalin who killed way more people than fucking, you know, Hitler did? Even like Mao over in China. By sheer number of Chinese people that were there. I just go like, I, I don't think his Hitler. He's not committing out there going genociding like and all that shit. In fact, he's just going like, oh, these are our people. These are our territories. So we should claim what was rightfully ours. The one that's really committing fucking genocide are like fucking, you know, Darfur and in the Sudan and over in China with the Uyghurs, you know, converting them and shit. Like it's some like Kelowna, British Columbia, you know, resident schooling these people. Like that's happening in front of our fucking eyes. That's just a fucking genocide. But this, this is like some old 
idea ideal you know and holding on to something that's not really there and then to be honest i think the sanctions have worked people just want to see boom boom and get out boom boom and whatever action and then but don't realize that like you know when it gets when it comes down to it do you really want to go bam bam wham wham on this shit because you know only people that are the realist about to fight and all that shit are the people in ukraine and other people you know, other revolutionary fighters that are actually out there, like, and, you know, all that shit, or crazy enough in the terrorists or some shit. Like, even in America, there's going to be a civil war. Really? You think they're going to start fucking throwing, like, knives and arrows like it's fucking, you know, 18-something, you know? We romanticize watching, like, fetish content. Like, I saw a video that came up in the algorithm for some fucking reasons, like, 1820 dinner. And then, like, living like it's 1820. And then it got me thinking for, like, two, three days. What would I have done in 1820? Was there even a Korean immigrant in North America? Not just in the USA, but in Canada or, you know, territories of Mexico or something in 1820. No. No Korean people ever came over, you know, until, like, 1880 or some shit. So I wouldn't have existed. And a bunch of these people... If I came in 1820, would have been confused. It's like, you're not, you're like, I'm not black. What the fuck am I? <laughs> Ooh, are you from China? You know. But then, like, you think you're going to really live like that? People think they can just go in the woods. People think they can just have a van life. People think they can just, like, downsize everything. People think they can just get a gun and think it's going to be, like, 30, 40 years ago. The simpler times. But, in fact, you can't do that. I've been enjoying catching up on news on tiktok and just this is a first first sign of a war <laughs> that i'm like really watching it on a fucking social media and then yeah there's some atrocities that have happened also they were like fucking you know mom and a soldier that died soldier tr- russian soldier who tried to protect the ukrainian mom and the daughter took the video of it or something i saw it on reddit i go like all right but i just go like it's not the same war we're not in the we're not the people from a hundred years ago. This is where I want the progressives to fucking understand. We have gotten a lot farther than you think. My God. It's just like. You think you really can get in and fight. You have a civil war. You think you can get in there. And then start shooting guns at each other. You know. It's like. America, we have a bunch of veterans who have done that. And then you know. Like went to Afghanistan and Iraq. And then like. Nothing really happened in the end. And a po- bunch of pointless, like, roadside bombs, lo- you know, caused the loss of lives of young Americans and other, you know, ally soldiers, like, from UK, Canada, and all that. For what? And then people are frankly fucking tired. <laughs> Even the Russian soldiers, they're like, well, I don't know why we came in here. <laughs> And then, you know, I saw one where they said, hey, we had the whole, we got the body burning like fucking wood fire pizza oven here so that they don't send the bodies back to Russia because otherwise they'll, they'll freak the fuck the families out and over in the mother, mother Russia, right? I was like, why is my boy back into my bag? So they said they're going to just cremate all the bodies right there. They were that prepared. How real it is, how unreal it is, I don't care. I believe it. Given that how much of propaganda that's been ramping up over there in St. Petersburg and Kremlin out of it, I just go like, yeah, I don't be surprised. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with the digital, you know, social media thing they're doing. And then now I'm learning that the Facebook is restricted in Russia. Oh, gee, one country where <laughs> I thought Facebook and Russia were getting along just great. And then they just said, nope, banned. Instagram, banned probably, you know. And then I just go on a Snapchat and then uh, they have the map feature or like an Instagram. You just search for location and then look up and see what's up. The world has been fantastic. <laughs> When it comes to connectivity and all that. Could you imagine this happening in World War II? Could you imagine this happening in the fucking Vietnam War? When people are like TikToking shit away. You know. Or snapping away. And then I see fucking like even last night. Saturday night in Kiev. And then I just like go to the map. And then like oh what is this hot zone over here? Somebody shot missiles? No there's a fucking club downstairs. <laughs> Might be an outdated video. And then somebody just uploaded it. But I just like I don't care. It, it just... It's just hilarious. Somebody had the fucking, you know, time to upload this shit. <laughs> what was it, this kind of trolling fucking LOL job that they did in 1942, for example? I don't fucking know. But shit, like, it's not the same world anymore. It's not the, like, the wars are not fought the same way anymore. Russia ain't the same Russia anymore. That's it. I'm not complacent about it. I'm not underplaying it. This is... An atrocious, atrocious act by an, by an autocrat who wants to hold on to an old power. And I'm not sleeping on fucking China either. I, you know, I predicted that this would happen after the Olympics with Russia and Ukraine. I'm not surprised. Regardless who's the fucking president, this was going to happen. That's my view. He was going to do it, whoever was in power. So don't blame your fucking leader for not stepping up. Whether it's Justin Trudeau over there or Boris or like it wasn't Angela Merkel and all that shit, you know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Biden or Trump. It wouldn't have mattered. He would have done it. And then I'm worried about China and Taiwan now. Because like Taiwan is not like fucking Ukraine at this point. And I'm, you know, if, if any kind of shit happens, you know, with China, Taiwan, which I think will at some point, maybe April. Why do you say April, BK? I don't know. After the fucking Paralympics are over, you know. And then whatever this shit kind of dies down by that point, China's like, all right, our turn. But I don't think like Xi Jinping is going to jump in there and do it because he's not like getting old like fucking Vladimir Putin over there, you know. And then like Taiwan, you know, Taiwan has some like substantial shit to offer like fucking NVIDIA graphic cards, which I'm waiting on. I want to play fucking newer video games. (laughs) I need my microchip, bro. You know. Because we're not... Anyway, so I'm going to leave it there. You know, don't don't overhype this and then don't underplay this either. But stop calling, like, Putin Hitler or some shit. I just... I don't understand. He's not Hitler. He's just being... He's trying to, like, play fucking autocrat Stalin, you know, without saying so. And, you know, it just... I'm, I want my javelin on tank video. <laughs> I just want to see that javelin in action. Because that is one of the coolest motherfucking weapons I've seen in my life. And I'm not a gun nut. <laughs> I'm a video game nut. So anyway, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay strong, Ukraine. And then uh, it sucks that all the other countries surrounding there are impacted by it. Like, you know, Poland and Moldova, Estonia, Lithuania, and then Belarus also, even though they're not NATO. But, you know, it's because that Lushenko, the dictator, is just enabling them, the Russians anyway. So I hope this kind of ends 
But who knows where we are? This is changing by the day. I hope we don't go nuclear. This is not worth it. What's the point of it? I hope the Russian general kind of talking down. You know, like the Trump was kind of like, kind of talked down <laughs> during the insurrection over here. There are sensible people in all countries. You know, people have to remember that. Stop tra- playing on extremities and radicals. Everybody just wants to get along, go about the day, safest, sanest, logical, moderate way possible. Anyways, thanks for listening. Peace out. Welcome to March. And let's march towards the peace. That's what I say. Goodbye. <laughs>